Hey everyone, it's Cause back for the Our Journey podcast, and today we got Dane on the show. Introduce yourself, Dane. Hey, what's good, guys? Um, Dane Caesar, uh, also known as J Mike. Um, I do Christian rap and stuff. I'm super happy to be on the podcast with Kaz, man. He's my boy. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me, bro. Yeah, it's no problem, man. Um, I've been really actually wanting to have you on for a while. Um, for those of you who um, have been listening, I don't I mean I don't have a lot of episodes out, but for, for those of you that have kind of been following my podcast, uh, Dane, actually, I met at a youth group that I went to at my uh, part of my high school called Young Life, and I remember originally, I originally brought up to you the idea before I even started with all this, like, hey, like, I was thinking about starting up a podcast, and this, that, the other, and you're like, oh, yeah, man, like, that's really dope, like, let me, uh, I can lend you out my, my mic, and I was like, oh, for real? Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, I really appreciated that, because, you know, just that, that early support has uh, definitely yeah, helped me bro. actually get started I'm, with this. I'm glad you're getting good use out of it, honestly, bro, because it was sitting, I had used it to record a little of my music, but it's more of a streaming mic than anything. And I was like, well, you know what? You probably get better use out of it. And look, you are. You're getting a lot better use out of it than I am, man. <laughs> For sure. And I think it's – um. well, I think with music, you know, it's like you have to have a lot more setup and equipment. Like, just be real. You know, it's like with, oh, yeah. with just voice recording, it's like – the nice thing about it that I like is it's fairly simple. But I definitely feel like with music, it's like its own world. Like, you have to be into, like, the producing – the sound quality, everything is, you know, it, it's, it's totally, it's a whole different field. I mean, I started uh, a little about myself, but I started making music when I was 14. Um, I, oh, wow. I was in high school, actually. Um, I, I went to 12 different schools growing up. My, uh, my parents, it was, a, I, I grew up in a dysfunctional family to say the least. Uh, but I went to 12 different schools and one of the high schools I went to um, was a private school up in SeaTac of all places. We lived in DuPont. We drove every day. My my dad or my mom would drive me up to school every day just to go to school. And mm-hmm. so I, I got You went to school up in SeaTac and you up lived in, in DuPont? C-Tac. And I lived in DuPont. It was a forty five wow. to fifty minute yeah, drive. Yeah, that's a long drive. <laughs> yeah. It was it was I dude, I it was crazy, man. I look back on some of the experiences I've had just from school alone. It's it, it, people would People would shake their head and be like, boy, that's that's crazy as hell, man, honestly. But uh, yeah. what, I, what ended up happening was is I uh, I got involved in the arts program there, and I started making music, and I I was uh, got involved in rap and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, I got involved in the arts program there, and I started doing um, covers of different songs. Um, and a big influence, I, I mean, I grew up in a really strict Christian family, so that was really interesting growing up. I wasn't allowed to listen to a lot of secular music. I remember at night, I would sneak my radio into my room, and I'd turn on, like, Kiss FM or something, and I'd be listening. I'm like, ooh, yes, yeah, it's, it's probably my mom would come knock on my door at, like, 12 o'clock at night, and I'd put my, my radio under my bed and, like, act like I'm asleep and shit. But, yeah. uh, no, so I grew up on Lecrae, Christian rapper, um, and that's what really got my love for rap. And I started like, you know, at the school, I did, I remember I did a cover of one of his songs. It was, uh, shoot, what was it called? It was called, uh, honestly, I don't remember. I did so many different covers, <laughs> but, um, uh, it was, a, I remember. Wait, you, would you say that, I, would you say that Lecrae was like probably your, your early, early on, like motivation yeah. just kind of get you going? 
Yeah, I would say as far as performing goes, because I, I started performing some of his songs, man. I love doing rap, and my, my parents initially were like, hell no, you're not you're not doing rap. The rap's of the devil. I'm like, you know. Oh, trust me. Like, what the hell, man? What trust the hell? Me, I, I mean, I'm no <laughs> that. But, yeah, it was rough. Um, and then I think I did my first song. Um, it was, I, I really can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it later on in the podcast. But, uh I remember sitting there, and I did my first song. I had memorized it. Background, that's what it's called. Lecrae, uh, Background. Really great fucking song right there, man, honestly. But uh, that was such a it was such a turning point for me because I did that song, and mm-hmm. I um, I realized I kind of had a talent, and I was like, well, you know, I, I prayed about it, and like I was like, oh, I like doing this. Maybe God, it's much to keep going. Exactly, and I told my parents, I'm like, yo, I like doing this. I want to keep doing this, and they're like, initially, like they were super, not for it. They're like, now nah, you can't do rap music. It's of the devil, like I said, right? And I said, well, I'm really good at it. So they heard the first song I did, and they're like, hey, you know, we like this. It was a Christian rap song, so they're like, they're like, yeah, I can, I can feel the spirit, you know, behind this. this is a good song, you know. There's nothing really bad in it, and um, so I started from there, man. I I started making music, or I, I started doing covers more i did like three or four more covers um mm. and music and i started writing my own stuff like a couple of years later after my parents split up um initially and it really helped me get through some really tough times yeah um, so you just you felt you felt like a connection with it both from your your childhood and combined with just like a lot of stuff that it, it just helped you get through like emotionally and things yeah honestly it was, i i feel like everybody's given like outlets in life and once mm-hmm. you find it sure. God, I swear God gave me music and it's really it has it really has helped me through some tough times in my life mm-hmm. but yeah it's, it's yeah it's, and I know that um for the people listening uh I'm you, you're 21 years old and I know you've been you you were talking to me about how you were originally because this is I kind of wanted to tie this in with it is that um when you were in high school did you really feel like okay, after I graduate, I'm going to go pursue music? Or did you kind of, like, were, like, thinking, hmm, maybe I need to go to college, maybe I need to go get into, like, a trade, I need to get a career? Like, what made you come to the realization at this point right now to where you're, like, now I really want to, like, take music, like, full-on serious, you know? Dude, it's great. Yeah, okay. So, like I said, I mentioned when I was um, I was growing up, I grew up in a super strict Christian house, um, went to church a lot. I had numerous like conferences we used to go to that people come up to me like you're gonna be a pastor when you grow up i'm like f you i don't want to be no pastor bro like i ain't gonna be stuck <laughs> in, a, in a pulpit like that's just ain't me man yeah like, nope I, for I, sure I grew, and like i started i i got into a little bit drug running when i was like uh, um 15 16 years old here in silicon um mm-hmm. that didn't last too long but i just i had so many different things i you know i I tried to play football. I got the. I started playing college college football. Um, I loved football. I thought I was. I, mean, I wanted to play in the NFL. Um, so I got. I got to college. I went to Pierce for a little while, and uh, ended up. So I started playing college ball, and in the end of the day, man, they they want so much from you there, and it it just. I lost. I lost my love for football because it came more oh, like yeah. a job there. So I was like, it's like, nice. yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Like when you go play college sports. You know, I've talked to a lot of people that do it, and it's like, well, almost it's like you're not going to college to go to school. Like you're going there to play the sport. You know, literally. Yeah, exactly. And it and that's what it was. It it became a, it was a it was more of a job, and it it 
and I had always grown up, I, I loved football, man. And I told God, like, screw you, I'm going to play football no matter what you say. <laughs> you know, I just, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to help people by playing football. You know, you, you do your thing, you know. you, you I, I feel like everybody, whether you, you know, believe in God or not, you have, like, a, an inner compass that you can feel. And for me, I just I believe that is God, and that is, you know, what I choose and what I feel is right in my heart. And so yeah. I've always stuck to that is, uh, you know, I try to, like, I try to follow that. And when I was younger, I always was like, you know, screw you, I don't want to do that. But once I got older, I started – seeing that the stuff that I had always tried for myself and that maybe I didn't feel totally 100% good about, but I, it was more of a personal goal for me, those things all mm-hmm. started to fade away. You know, I went to, like I said, I went to Pierce College for a little bit, and then um, I started working, um, doing maintenance jobs, and I got pretty good at maintenance work. And um, music was the one thing that had stuck with me. Like I said, it was like a thing I was good at something I loved and that I could really express my emotions with. I mean, shit, I've had a lot of stuff happen in my life. I've dealt with, you know, I deal with clinical depression. Um, and I feel like a lot of us, my generation, your generation, I, I don't even say we have separate generations. Honestly, as a 21 year old, I just kind of feel like I'm just leading our, our older, the older guys are kind of leading the charge of, um, you know, you had guys like Juice World that are leading the charge and we're all trying to figure out, you know, what the hell we're put here on this earth for. And we're all looking at each other sure. all the time. Like, you know, we're all looking at each other all the time. Like, man. People are people are almost, like, I feel like yeah. beforehand it was a thing where, where people weren't really aware of, I don't know if that's the right way of putting it, but I feel like people now are becoming more aware of their own depth. You know, it's like we're getting to a point where living in, like, our society now in America, we have so many things offered to us that we almost have to step back and be like, you know, what is my true purpose, like, here? You know, what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. Because there's everything, everything is offered, but, you know, only yeah. one, one thing is probably going to bring me like that ultimate, um, you know, feeling of satisfaction and just being, being content. Exactly. And everybody has different ways of getting that. Exactly. I mean, and I encourage, you know, a lot of the viewers that are listening now, like, you know, there's so many distractions in life and we have so many things that, um, are put here to make us happy and to make us, you know, keep us entertained. But a lot of times takes a, it takes time away from us trying to figure out who we are, exactly. what we are, what we're made to do. It takes and, away from and, something, you know? Yeah, and no matter where the hell, you know, you're from or what circumstances you got, like you grow you let's say, you know, someone might be listening, but like I have a shitty family life, you don't know me from Adam, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I can probably do this. You know, I've been through it too. I, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life, and I can honestly sit here today and and say, you know, I'm glad for those things I've been through. But um, the ones that go through the toughest stuff, usually, and the and the things that try to keep us down, th- those are the people that are gonna be the are the chosen ones that literally could be leaders, and they don't even know sure. it because, you know, it's the stuff that keeps you down. It's the toughest people at the end of the day that. Um, go through it, and if you get through it, you usually have the best results. Yeah, it makes it so much more meaningful. I think when you meet yeah. people that that have been able to push past their circumstances, um, usually whatever they end up going into, whatever they end up doing, you can just almost see the drive, the desire, the passion, the skill. It's always those people that have all those things. It usually comes from a place of like, well, you know, I had to 
Like I had to fight to get here. I, I knew I really wanted it. I knew I was built for this. It's it's never somebody yeah. that's like, oh, I was just kind of doing whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just at least haven't oh, seen yeah. that. But like, you have to, yeah, like like you said, you have to have. How do I put this? Like, you have to have that. You almost have to have um, that struggle because it, it creates strength. You know, it's yeah, almost like it's trying to go to the awesome. gym and lift weights and and be like, oh well, no, I don't want to add any more weights. I don't need more. I don't need more. Um, pushback against me, you know, like, let me just keep lift, lifting this consistent weight and then hoping that you're going to grow, but, you know? Yeah. I, um, I totally honestly agree with that. I, um, you know, I've been through, like you said, I've been through a lot too in my own struggles. Um, and I, I feel like the reasons I went through those struggles is, um, God honestly made it so I could teach other people what I've learned from them. Cause I know, I mean, I dude, I almost committed suicide when I was like 16, 17 years old. I had, uh, wow. I got a gun. I borrowed a gun from a friend of mine, and I decided I was sitting in a hotel. I remember um, my my parents had been split up, and um, I was sitting there alone in the hotel room, kind of locked in there. My mom used to. <laughs> that's a whole other story. My, me and my mom are better now, but we had some interesting times growing up. But um, I remember sitting there with the gun in my hand. And I, I was done. I had had enough. And I sat there and I had the classic pulled the trigger and nothing happened story. And um, the gun jammed. I couldn't get it to shoot after that. Literally, wow. I had sat there and played with the gun. I put it to my head, I pulled the trigger, and nothing happened. And I gave the gun back like a week later. I said nothing happened. And my my friend, he takes the gun and, you know, pulls the trigger and it shoots around into a tree. And just sitting there like, well, after that, I never, you know, tried to commit suicide again, but I knew that there was a reason for me being here, and I, you know, it took a long time for me to figure it out, and, um, you know, through all the depression, a lot of, um, just a lot of stuff, I realized it was to show and help other kids like me, help other people say that they're not alone and that someone cares about them, and so, um, you know, I, I, I took that route, and not to say I don't deal with that stuff now, I still deal with a lot of depression, a lot of, um, you know, pain in my life. Um, but I know that it's all for a purpose and it's all to help other people um, at the end of the day. I think there's a saying that goes, help enough people and, and they'll help you. It's it's exactly yeah. that way. You know, you build, you build good connections around you. You build a good support, a supporting system around you, supporting tasks. Um, yeah. You always, you always be okay, you know? I would say, yeah, exactly. I actually, I had a thing, like, I kind of figured out when I was towards the end of high school. I think I was, like, a senior. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, I dropped out. Um, I ended up getting a GED, which is crazy. Um, but th- so at the end of the day, I figured something out. Is You know, we grew up in high school. We got all our homies, and we're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. I fuck with this person. They, they're they pretty chill, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there was the there was always – the core group and I tell this to every person every young person I even meet too that's still going through high school and shit because that's a war zone in and of itself and we all know it. we just don't have to talk about it but um I told him this I said dude find your core group your inner circle of the people that you know have your back beyond a shadow of doubt and not the ones that are like oh I got you you know I'd never rat on you um you know what I'm saying no the ones that care about your well-being that mm-hmm. accepts you for who you are, and there's, sometimes it's two or three. For me, it's there's Caleb Dunn, there's Kenny Richards, and there's Seymour Hamilton, Ethan Allen. There's five people, you know, aside from your family, 
And those are the ones I know that I love beyond a shadow of a doubt, and they love me. They don't care, you know, what I've been through or what stupid decisions I made. They'll have my back, and they'll tell me what the stupid, you know, if I've made stupid decisions or if I need to change something in my life. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, they always have my back. And I always mm-hmm. encourage a young person to have your core, your inner circle, your core group. It might be two people. It might be one person. It might be five, but it's usually not that big, but you can always tell which ones are the ones that have your back in their day ones, you know what I'm saying? hundred percent. And also, I yeah. feel like looking at who your true your true friends are and reflecting on, like you said, these are the people that are really there for me. These are the people that I most, like, vibe with in a way. Like, when you look at yeah. those people and you study them, and that that's almost, like, if you're, I feel like if you're at a point where you're kind of lost with what am I going to do with my life? Like, who am I? And like, you know, that kind of identity crisis. Like, look yeah. at your environment. Look who you're around. Look who you decide to put yourself around. Look who you decide to even say, this person means a lot to me. Um, I think yeah. that's a, a, the right away way of revealing, you know, your true motives and your true desires um, that, you know, that what you want out of life. Yeah, man. Honestly, like, they say you are who you hang with. And, yep. uh, I think that's 100% true, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be who you hang with. I mean, you can always change who you hang that's with. True. I think a lot of people, you know, it's a learning process. I'm not going to say like someone's going to go off this podcast and be like, all right, I'm going to change my whole friend group. You know, it's a learning process. <laughs> and stuff. And yeah. you, 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 for me, I'm the type of guy that hits his head against a brick wall a thousand times before he learns something. You know, that's just who mm-hmm. I am. Even if I know I'm doing mm-hmm. something stupid, like it's just, it's how it's been since I've, been a kid but you know at the end of the day i think everybody tends to figure it out and the ones that figure it out sooner in life are the ones that uh thrive more but you look out you look at people now you look at full-fledged adults bro some of them never figure it out you know you can tell they're miserable because they live for other people man you live for you live for uh people's acceptance you die by their rejection that's a quote you know it's a lecrae quote right there um but yeah man i fully agree with what you're saying yeah, I think um, what you just said, too, you know, it, the great thing I, I think about all of this, like even with what you're trying to do is basically like helping people through through your music, um, being able yeah. to express yourself how you feel and hopefully people find some uh, relatability in that is it can be anybody, you know, like it, it could be like a 30 year old listening in and listening to like, man, I relate like I really want to change my life, you know, like it's, the great thing is it's never too late, but if we're giving out, like you said, if we're giving out a warning to people that are younger, it's like, you know, it's never too late, but don't let it get to that point for yourself when you don't have to, you know? If you are yeah. 18, if you are 20, if you are 21, 15, 16, you know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to wait, you don't have to find out later how, yeah. how much of, you know. If you have, um, and everybody does, like, and here's the thing, you know, I'm a follower of Jesus, I, I say that to people, but I'm not, I don't go around telling people, oh, you know, this is how you should live your life and everything, I think everybody has to have their own learning experiences, because you don't, you lead by example. You lead, yeah, you lead by example, and you are a real person by making mistakes, and being real and open with other people about those mistakes, and that's how we learn, I mean, at the end of the day, though, you see, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you see people that, um, you know, on Instagram and everything, and they uh, they're kind of fake with it. And those are the people we all tend to not like. But that's the real ones True. that um, 
you know, the real ones that are open with their flaws and stuff. And, I mean, look at X, you know, you look at uh, Juice, you know, they were, they were on drugs. And, like Juice said, you know, I'm, I struggle with drug abuse. And, uh, and uh, even with X, you know, he struggled with depression, depression and everything. And uh, at the end of the day, it's the ones that are open with people. But, yeah, exactly like you were saying. People that are real. Younger, you know, being young is kind of a it's – a, it's the time you're supposed to be – um, you know, meant for learning and making our stupid decisions. So you kind of get a hall pass on that one. But if you yeah. get the point where you are like, why am I, why not, why am I running with these dudes? Why, you know, why am I still doing the things that my friends are doing? That's the part of the show where you kind of, that's where you should start maybe double thinking what you do and who you hang out with. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're not there, then don't worry about it. But at the end of the day it comes a point in your life where you have to make that decision. Like, all right, it's time for me to, you know, do this or do that. And you, and that's kind of, it's a, I feel like there's a decision in someone's life that uh, probably defines everybody. And, uh, but just make sure, you know, you, you make your mistakes young and uh, you learn from them. That's, you know, I think that's the important thing. I agree hundred percent with you. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think, I think we talked a lot about, you know, kind of your backstory and, and what you're trying to do through your music and um, pursuing, pursuing your passion. So what do you, what would you say like you're, you know, you're viewing as like your, your big picture in the future right now, like your ultimate goal. Type so, of thing, you know? Yeah. No, dude. Um, like I said, man, I can't, I feel like music is what God created me to do beyond a shadow of a doubt. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be doing anything else um, in my life. I feel like, as where I am as a person right now, if I was forced to do something else um, than music, you know, it wouldn't be very good for me. I, you know, I grew up thinking, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, like music is what I'm meant to do. And this is why I'm still alive is mainly the reason I still am alive. And I didn't try to commit suicide any more times than I did. Um, but I know, like, I can feel, like I said, that compass in my heart. Like, I really feel like God created me to make music. And so, um, you know, in all humbleness, honestly, I want to be, um, in the next five years, I want to be um, touring, doing my music, um, and hope, you know, for whoever will listen to it, you know, everybody says, oh, I want to be rich and famous. I ain't really want to be, I don't want to be rich and famous. I just want to help as many possible with my music. I want to touch as many lives in my sure. music. And my music isn't for the church, honestly. Like, I, you know, I might be a follower of Jesus. I don't even say I'm Christian because, like, I feel like that's such an overused term and people get so pissed off because, oh, Christians are so self-conceited. And, like, yeah, we got a bad rep. Half the half the people in the church are giving us a bad rep. I say I'm a follower of Jesus because you go read in the Bible. I don't know anybody else, uh, you know, just listening if you have or not, or have or haven't read the mm-hmm. Bible, but you go you go look what Jesus did. And he, he was one of the kindest people that stuck up for the worst type of people. I mean, he stuck up for prostitutes. He stuck up for, you know, tax collectors, you know, gang members, all that type, all those type of people. The people I relate with, some of maybe the people on the, or listen to podcasts relate with, the tough guys. Um, at the end of the day, he's the one who stepped up for them and knew that, you know, we all had our insecurities and shit that we deal with. And um, he, he was the one that, you know, told them it's okay and that, you know, follow me, I care about you, and so with my music and everything, I uh, I don't make my music for the church, you know, obviously it has an uplifting message, and it has a relatable message, I'd like to say, um, at the end of the day, I talk about real shit, I talk about my depression, 
I talk about other people's depression. Um, I see, you know, I see people, and I try to write their stories. I try to write prayers that other people don't know how to pray in their music or a prayer that I would, you know, I would pray on my music. So I just hope in the future, and I pray to God, um, that I'm able to really touch people with my music and that they know if nobody else in the world cares about them, Dane Caesar, J. Mike cares about them, um, and that I would, you know, no matter how big I get or, you know, God sees fit to give me, you know, how many followers or whatever, I want them to know, you know, I would make the effort to talk to every single person at each show individually if I could, you know, if I could sit there all night and talk to people and hear their stories, and I would. So my end of my goal in the next five years and beyond is, you know, is to get big enough where I can just make people happy and um, know that somebody cares about them and touch as many people with my music as possible, honestly. Yeah, man, I, I definitely, I love the way that you're, you're going about it, you know, because it's a very it's a very genuine cause. Um, it's very, there's something that's very pure about it, you know? And I think yeah. doing things like even this, like, you know, we're, we're both in two separate, like we're, we're both doing two separate things that uh, still kind of relate to each other because you do music, I do a podcast, but you know, we're both trying to reach out to people. We're both trying to like help people in a way, you know, like through, for you, it's like, like I said, through your music for me, it's like, Hey, people listen, find that relatability. People listen to your music. It's, you know, it's, yeah. At the end of the day, it's like it's funny because it all kind of ties in even to what I'm doing with this. You know, my biggest yeah. thing I always believe with people is that our differences, you know, is what makes us. But our things that the things that make us common uh, bring us together. You know, you yeah. can meet two different people, opposite sides of the world, different cultures, and sit them down, and I guarantee that you'll find something that they can relate about. You know, they can relate on. That's the great thing about humanity. Yeah. And that's what I really kind of try to reach through my podcast. That's so powerful, man. I respect the hell out of that, dude. I, I really appreciate what you're doing because, yeah, you're right. Our, you know, we have a lot of differences. There are, but I feel like when people stop looking at the differences, and this might go over some kids' heads, you know, but I feel like everybody eventually learns this. Or I hope, you know, if you're smart, you start to learn it. It's not the differences mm-hmm. you focus on. It's the stuff that, um, you guys can relate on. So, like, let's say exactly. you have an enemy or something. You find something you can relate with. It's, it's the smallest little detail, like, oh, we both play Call of Duty. All right. Or, you know, some shit like that, man. <laughs> like, it's some yeah. little things. It could be anything, exactly. On, yeah. Start, 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 instead of start focusing on the beef, man, go find something you relate with somebody. And I promise you, it's a lot more beneficial for both of you than it is beefing over something and like I really feel that that right there that's the human that's the human um humanity part of it you know what I'm saying so I dude I respect 100%. the hell out of that and I love what you're doing cause like I I've, I I 100% <laughs> have my support support man honestly thank you man well uh to kind of wrap it up here if you could uh tell if you could tell one thing to someone listening to the podcast right now uh, what would you tell them word of advice um dude i would tell them uh you know no matter where you are in your life whether you're a kid whether you're an adult um maybe you're you know older and you feel like you missed your calling your purpose maybe you're younger you're trying to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do in life and have no idea um listen to your heart man whether you believe in god or not um i feel like we all have that you know we all have a conscience we all have that inner 
inner voice and um you know for me i've searched and done everything in my life i've done drugs i've you know i've drank i've slept loose countless girls like i at the end of the day the one thing that has made me happy is um and this is a quote not even a quote this is a thing one of my past when i was a little kid i was 10 years old this past year before he died of brain cancer old guy really nice though he used to tell me this all the time he said listen to god and do what he says and I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, I've tried everything in my life. That's the only thing that's ever brought me happiness, you know. And so for me, I would tell, you know, the view, or the uh, listeners right now, you know, whatever, wherever you are in your life, whether you believe in God or not, um, figure out what you're supposed to do. But um, listen to your, listen to the voice in your head. Listen to um, that compass that's um, in your heart because it won't, it usually doesn't steer you wrong. Even if your brain doesn't want to listen to you, like I don't want to do that. I can promise you, like if I were if I were to listen to my head instead of my heart, I would be in a bad place right now, even worse than I've been in before. But um, that's that's the advice I would give, um, mm. for sure. Great advice. All right, man. Well, I appreciate uh, you coming on the show today, Ben. Yeah, dude. Uh, thank you so much, Kaz. I really appreciate it, man. Um, Hey, if any of your uh, listeners want to check out my music, they can go check me out. Um, it's J Mike Official on Instagram. It's uh, J dot M I C, um, and that's kind of a play on words I created when I was a kid. Um, uh, it was a stand for Jesus microphone, but I just stuck with it, and uh, I really do feel like um, I try to I try to voice the words of Jesus, the real words of Jesus, not the not the fake ones. The church. Some churches try to tell you like, "Oh, you're going to hell and everything." No, no, I try, I try to voice the loving words of Jesus. Um, yeah. But yeah, that J Mike official on Instagram. Um, they can check me out on Spotify and um, Apple Music. Um, just dropped um, my first single after a ton of work. Um, yeah, I, like I said, it's been a journey, a journey trying to get um, music out. But just dropped first single um, called Broken. And go check that out. Like I said, Spotify and Apple Music, J. Mike, um, and it's also coming to YouTube and SoundCloud um, as well this week. So, yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me on, though, bro. Yeah, man, it's no problem. It was great, great conversation. Um, make sure you guys go check out that song. Yeah, I just listened to it. It's really good. Uh, like you said, Apple Music, Spotify, all the streaming platforms. Uh, really good stuff he's doing. So um, we're gonna wrap that up, and yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the episode for this one, guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.